amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I was listening to the story about, it was a story of a family in Washington and the little boy called the Bigfoot the Cowboy Man. And he had, apparently it had made an effort to steal this kid. And it hit me. My children were in that playpen behind me with nothing but a mosquito net over them. It could have crept up behind me and taken both of my children, and I wouldn't have known. His father just got like a Mustang or something from Wyoming, okay? He had it out in the corral because he couldn't put it in the barn with the, in the stalls with the other horses. It would kick and made all the other horses nervous. Had a Seminole Indian working the horse trying to break it every day. So they had it out in the corral. This skunk ape snuck up behind this horse and grabbed it on its hindquarters. This particular horse kicks out, jumps over the corral, runs into the pasture, you know, to get away. At this point, the rancher's out there just blasted away with the dirty, dirty. Skunk Ape runs into the swamp. I went up there uh, one day after that, or two days after that, I went up there and sat in the silence up there and it i'm telling you man it was free it was crazy you know it was it, there was a crazy vibe up there still i did what i could to kind of get things under control but i told her i said you need to get off this property i, I feel like no matter how strong you are it's almost like standing in the ocean you can't stand still without moving your feet you're going to get knocked over eventually no matter how strong whatever you, you can't withstand a barrage of, of weird spiritual energy Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Wayne. Welcome back to Paranormal Odyssey. Got a good show lined up for you today. Got Miss Clarissa Vasquez on. Clarissa is the founder of the Colorado Coalition of Paranormal Investigators. She came on one of our episodes of Paranormal Odyssey Live and had a chat with Miss Tiffany and myself. Had a really good time over there. We were able to share several of the EVPs that she's been able her and her group have been able to capture over the last several years and some of them are really really good i mean all of them that we shared were really good but she's got more over there on her website you guys are welcome to go check out we had a great talk with clarissa it was really really a good time but before we get there i'd like to ask everyone to please take a second go rate and review the show wherever it is you get your podcasts if you've had an encounter and would like to come on and share it with me, I would love to talk to you about that. Shoot me an email to wayne at paranormalworldproductions.com. Also, I want to invite everyone to head over to paranormalworldproductions.com, our website. 
and check it out. Show us some support over there. We would greatly appreciate it. Also want to ask everyone to head over to TikTok as well as Instagram and follow the show over there. Lastly, guys, I want to remind everyone about the YouTube channel, Paranormal Odyssey Live. We are live every Tuesday evening at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. I invite you guys to head over there and check that out. All right, that's enough of all of that. I know that you're ready. I'm ready. Let's get started. There she is, Clarissa. How you doing, ma'am? I am doing great, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, ma'am. Thank you very much for taking the time to to come and hang out with us tonight. I, I greatly appreciate that. Let me get this fixed so we're not staring. There you go. <laughs> All right. So, as we said a little bit earlier, you were in Colorado, and we were talking a little bit before. You're in great Bigfoot territory, but we're going to talk about ghosts and spooky stuff tonight. If you would, tell us all about how you got your start, uh, how long you've been doing this, and and what got you started. So, I got my start in the mid-90s. I've I've been doing this for several decades now. Um, But back when I was active duty in the military, um, I was a very low ranking person on a very tall totem pole. And uh, the hospital at my duty station was in the process of converting their former morgue into a physical therapy department. So being that low ranking person, on that very tall totem pole, uh, one of my duties at that time was to help with the help clean up the construction debris. And uh, one afternoon, uh, it was a late autumn afternoon. Uh, I came back from chow or lunch and walked into this completely gutted basement area and saw a man standing in the, in the middle of the construction zone. Um, he was wearing, uh, a uniform that was, it, it was like the, the 1970s and eighties combat fatigues, the, the olive drab fatigues, as opposed to the green camouflage that we wore back then. Um, he was very rugged, handsome, clean cut, um, and tangible. He was not wispy or see-through or, or, or anything. I mean, he was just as real as you and I uh, sitting here having this conversation. But he looked out of place just the same. And so I got within about 10 feet of him and asked him if I could help him with something. Um, and he looked at me and then looked away and walked through a cinder block wall and disappeared. Holy shit. Yeah. And that cinder block wall was an exterior wall. So it wasn't like he could have gone around it or anything. It was one of the, one of the actual building walls uh, of the hospital. Uh, And so it, it didn't occur to me at the time to be afraid. I was more like, you know, what the heck did I just see? And so I went back to my barracks that night and I called my mom, like, you are not going to believe what just happened. She says, well, are you going to try to see him again tomorrow? I'm like, well, yeah, absolutely. Um, And the Internet was in its infancy 
back then. Um, ghost hunting TV was not a thing. I mean, occasionally you'd see something on Unsolved Mysteries. Um, but there really wasn't anything. There weren't any digital sources uh, to be had. So I did what anybody would do at the time. And I got a library card uh, off base and started get reading every book I could get my hands on. I was reading books by Ed Warren and Hans Holzer and, you know, really learning about what I had experienced. And I learned about Polaroid cameras and analog tape recorders. Um, and, you know, from there I, you know, I bought an analog tape recorder and a Polaroid camera and started, uh, you know, going to, um, cemeteries and abandoned locations, you know, places where I probably shouldn't have been, especially by myself um, and at night. And ultimately, you know, figured out what I was doing, you know, a lot of trial and error. And I don't know how many thousands of dollars in Polaroid film and cassette tapes. Um, and then fast forward to um, the early 21st century. Uh, where a friend of mine and I discovered that we shared this passion. You know, we had this shared passion for ghosts and, and I started showing him, you know, what I had, you know, what I had learned over the years and how to do it. Um, word got out that we were, you know, going to cemeteries and, and uh, checking out creepy places together. And people were saying, Oh, you need to come check out my house or you need to come check out my workplace. And before long, we had more, uh, more cases than we knew what to do with. And by then, um, ghost hunting TV was starting to make an appearance. And so um, in August of 2004, uh, I started the Colorado Coalition of Paranormal Investigators. We started, you know, bringing on team members and to help us out and, uh, you know, training them up and teaching them, you know, what we knew. And, uh, you know, over the years, the, the faces have changed, but our mission remains the same. Um, and that is to help people, you know, with integrity and with dignity, um, utilizing as scientifically as possible um, techniques that, can uh, provide the best quality data to our clients and to the investigation community as a whole. Um, you know, you've been to our website and you've seen, uh, you know, some of the stuff that we have to offer. Uh, and so we, we try to provide, uh, you know, the best quality data out there um, to contribute to the field. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, I'll bring it up again uh your website's great. I, I really like it. It's user friendly and uh, it's thank really you. cool. And before I go any further, I want to echo what Bristol said and, and thank you for your service. Uh, greatly, greatly appreciate that. It's my pleasure. And uh, let me just dive in. You're like an OG ghost hunter. Right? You were doing it before everybody was doing it. I, to be honest, I think you're the first one that I've talked to that actually started doing it before TV made it so popular because mm -hmm. everyone else seems like that's where they, they got it. And they right. started watching ghost adventures and taps and all that. And then they started doing it, but you were doing it before that, right? I was. 
Yeah, I was. I was. I was one of the, like you said, one of the OGs uh, out there, you know, with a juggling a flashlight and an analog tape recorder and a Polaroid camera and then uh, then a 35 millimeter and then a digital camera, you know, once those became more mainstream. And now now we have digital audio recorders and, um, you know, all kinds of camera, you know, night vision camcorders and DVRs and uh, SLS systems and uh, the technology you know, over the last 30 years has just, it's just mind boggling. And uh, something else that caught my attention was your reaction to this full body apparition, this man that you saw, uh, Mm -hmm. you weren't afraid. You said, and I believe you said you called your mom and your mom's reaction was, well, are you going to try to see him again? That's, that's awesome. That's pretty cool of your mom. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it didn't occur to me to be afraid. Uh, he was he was tangible and uh, and three dimensional. Now, if he had been transparent or uh, or gross or, you know, I mean, if he'd been bleeding or or something, you know, that then I might have been a little more unnerved than what I was. But but know, he walked through a wall. Come on. He, he walked through a wall and disappeared. <laughs> Hubble's left going. What? <laughs> <laughs> what what just happened? Uh, I mean, granted, I was still I was still a teenager when that happened. You know, I was I was nineteen um, when that happened, and so uh, you know that my fight or flight really wasn't there. I was I I was very befuddled and uh, just going, what happened? You know, and and it didn't occur to me to be afraid. Uh, at the time. And then wow. I, you know, talking to my mother, I'm like, I'm like, you're not going to believe what happened today. And, and so, yeah. And that's, that's how that got started. Uh, I would have had to have changed my drawers. <laughs> Did you ever find out who he was? No. Great uh, question. No. Yeah. Uh, at the time there was still a stigma attached to um, having had a paranormal encounter of any kind, whether it was seeing a ghost or seeing an extraterrestrial or seeing Bigfoot. I mean, there was still a huge stigma attached to um, admitting that you'd had those experiences. Um, and that's one of the things that paranormal TV has done to benefit the field mm-hmm. um, is they've, it's helped to remove the stigma attached to having had those experiences. But if I had said to anybody on that military installation that, Hey, I saw a ghost, they would have had me in for a psyche valve faster than I could blink. Yeah. Yeah. And you hear that more and more because you hear of these instances on military bases. Mm -hmm. Wayne's nephew was on not too long ago and he had an an encounter with uh, the same, you know, type of thing. And you hear about it more and more. And and their rebuttal is the same. Yeah. They would have pulled me. They would have pulled me. Yep. Yeah. You know, now that you mentioned that when we had Jacob on, that like the first story he shared was he was on watch one night and this apparition of another soldier walked up to him and started to talk to him. Mm-hmm. And the dude just disappeared. Yeah. You know? So that and he he described it a lot like you're describing it is the uniform seemed older 
not like current. So I think that's really, really cool. Yeah. The, the uniform, you know, that I saw, it was, you know, 60s, 70s up into the 80s that just plain olive drab combat mm-hmm. fatigue. Um, and but again, he looked out of place. But I, I will say again, he was he was clean cut. He was rugged. He was handsome um, and and tangible. So, now, I'm interested. Did anything else happen while you were in the military? No, no, no. Um, try as I might. Um, you know, I, I didn't have any other. Uh, paranormal encounters while I was, while I was in the service. It wasn't until after I got out um, and had more, uh, more expendable time uh, to go and look for uh, ghosts and ETs and cryptids uh, that, um, you know, that I started having more success. Okay. So take us to, from the time you get out of the military and you have this friend that, you find out y'all share the same passion and y'all start going out and doing it and and looking. How were the early days of of forming the organization? Um, What were some things that happened that kind of taught you your way or taught you lessons and like stumbling blocks, stuff like that? I'm very glad that you, that you asked that question um, because this is actually a, it's the story is hilarious. If you're, if you're in the field, you will know what I'm talking about. Um, in the very early days, we uh, obtained a high eight camcorder and it wasn't a night vision camcorder. It was just a straight high eight uh, camera. So we had to leave the lights on uh, in order to film anything. And we, we did this investigation in this, in this hundred year old building had a great time and we go back uh, to my place and we're watching this high eight video footage. You know, we, uh, you know, put plugged it into the, into the TV, you know, and we're watching it, you know, on my 27 inch <laughs> television, which, you know, was pretty big back then, but. Um, yeah. And we see, all of these orbs, every time we would walk in the room, these orbs would just start buzzing our heads. And we're like, whoa, whoa, you know, you know, we had all of these ghosts around us and everything. Well, little did we know at the time that what was happening was we'd walk into the room and we'd stir up the dust that was in the room. <laughs> and so all of these orbs that are buzzing our heads, you know, it was just the dust that we were stirring up. And, uh, you know, but to this day, to this day, yeah, we sat there for hours going, whoa, whoa, did you see that? Whoa. You know, uh, (laughs) to this day, that is still the most fun I have ever had doing data analysis. Wow. You know, because. I went up on something, didn't you? Yeah. Just, you know, the excitement level. And we, like I said, we later learned that it was dust. Uh, you know, we, and cause it didn't happen when, when we were out of the room, but boy, as soon as we walked into the room, you know, those little white balls of light just started buzzing us. And, uh, and it was, it, it was the most fun. We, we stayed up. Normally we would investigate all night and sleep during the day and take a couple of days to, to review our findings. And 
for whatever reason, we got back to my place and just started watching the video footage. I think we were going to watch it until we fell asleep. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And we ended up staying up until about noon that day, just going, whoa, whoa, you know, rewinding and watching it again and playing, you know, go back and forth and back and forth and just watch, just sitting there in disbelief over what we had experienced that we didn't even know we'd experienced. Cause so we didn't see it. it out? I'm sorry. How'd y'all figure it out? Uh, well, we later learned, uh, you know, through, through time and further research and other investigators and, uh, okay. you know, and, and as technology improved, uh, you know, we learned that. So it's not that, something that y'all put together that day. It's just, no. as time, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and so then it came to be that, you know, all of those really good orb photos that we were so proud of in the early days, you know, we had to throw them out. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for more Paranormal Odyssey. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. You know, tell how many people you had told, man, you're not going to believe how many ghosts we oh, saw. Yeah. Well, shit, never mind. I, <laughs> no. I still have um, on my desk in my office, um, partially for sentimental value and partially because of the subject matter. Uh, I took a photo of my grandparents' graves um, and there's, there's a big orb and a smaller orb in the photo. And again, in those early days, I believed that to be my grandparents. Um, but um, it had been raining. There was a lot of moisture in the air, uh, you know, the e- that evening when I took that photo. Um, so I, I am firmly convinced that, you know, that it's, that they're water orbs, um, that they're not spirit orbs. And, um, you know, so partly for sentimental value and partly because it's a photograph, photograph of my grandparents' graves, I still have that framed and, you know, on my desk in my office. <laughs> now, uh, 
back in those early days, uh, just getting your start, are, are there any investigations that stand out to you that were successful, that, that you actually did get some, some good quality evidence? You know, there's one uh, that stands out right now. I mean, we, we did so many. Uh, that first year, uh, we were out every weekend. Well, and for a while, we were out every night after work. Um, through the months of, you know, August, September, October, we were out every night after work. And then after that, you know, we we're like, you know, Hey, we need some sleep. Um, so, you know, then it, you know, narrowed down to every weekend. Um, but there was one that we conducted in, um, in a town uh, in Dry Fork, Utah. And which is near um, near the town of Vernal. So if you mm -hmm. if you know Utah, it's it's near Vernal, um, but Dry Fork. And we had been through this cemetery, um, and some of the people that are buried in the cemetery um, had passed very very tragically, um, and we were aware of that, uh, but we. Um, we got in, we, we wrapped things up and got in the car and I didn't realize that I had left my audio recorder going. And it was a, it was an analog recorder. It was one of those little micro cassette recorders. And it was in the back seat with the rest of the gear. Um, and so we were up in the front seat and later going back, you know, and, listening to the hours and hours and hours of footage, uh, you know, you hear us get in the car and everything. I'm like, well, that's crazy. I, I left the audio recorder on again. Um, and you can hear the two of us, you know, up in the front seat talking about something. Um, I don't remember the, what we were talking about, but you can, and we're, we're kind of muffled because the audio recorder was actually in inside a gear bag. But you, so you can hear our muffled voices up in the front seat and very clearly as if somebody was holding the audio recorder inside the gear bag. Um, this voice whispers, kill it. I'll do it. And I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> it, that's, you know, a little unnerving um, that there was someone or something in the car with us at that time. Um, that, and they didn't sound very happy at all with what was going on. Now, Clarissa, that is that one of the EVPs that's on your website? It is. Because we were listening to that before we came on, uh, Tiffany and I were, and that's one of them that we were talking about came through more clear. Mm -hmm. So I think what we might do is we might go ahead and share that. I think we should. And I wanted to say, because I was listening to them and, you know, generally with EVPs, they're so fast and sometimes they're really, you have to really strain to hear it. No. This is just like you and I sitting here having a conversation clear as day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've got some really good ones uh, posted on the website. 
Yes, a hundred percent. Let's see if it's pulling up. Okay. Now, guys, let me know. I'm going to play it a few times because I believe it's pretty short. But let me know that that y'all can hear it. Okay. Here we go. Okay, so around the eight second mark, it's that you hear kill it. And then around the 13 second mark, you hear I'll do it. So let's do that again till y'all can be listening for it. I'm going to play it one more time, guys. You can hear that. You can hear that really clear. Mm-hmm. Did it come through okay, Tiffany? It, it did. Okay. Yeah, audience members, uh, let us know that, that y'all could hear it. And uh, while we're here, I'm going to play another. But I'll ask you, Clarissa, are there any on here that you think are better that, that I can go ahead and share? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, there's one on there. Uh, we actually captured it with a GoPro. Um, we had a GoPro positioned at the bottom of, of uh, the stairs inside this house. Um, and in the audio clip, you can hear the investigators kind of talking in the background. Uh, and then you hear this child's voice um, just shout out, you know, I don't want to die, mommy. Um, oh, and it, it really tugged at our heartstrings, um, for about a day until we actually were able to discern, um, what was going on in that house. Um, and that particular investigation ultimately, um, resulted in needing church intervention. Oh, Lord. So it's called, I don't want to die. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here we go, guys. How creepy was that? Holy hell. Mm-hmm. I, Let's do, I it do what? I was like, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't handle that. Yeah, this one's really short, so we'll do it a few times. It's about the two second mark. Y'all, here we go. Let's do it again. One more time. Now that's creepy as hell. It, it almost sounds like, Mom, I don't want to die. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so you said that the church had to get involved. You you got to tell us what happened. What like yeah, what was the deal one, with that? So, um, it, and because of our client confidentiality policy, you know, I can't give a lot of details. Um, but the, uh, client reached out to us. Um, her husband, uh, was a, um, veteran having done three tours in the Middle East and seen some serious action over there. Um, and things when he came back, and they were pregnant with their first child and everything. Um, things started happening. And the the further her pregnancy progressed, the more intense things progressed. And then uh, we got involved when their baby was four weeks old. And by then, doors were opening and closing. Um, they're laying in bed at night and the kitchen cupboards downstairs are just slamming you know, wham, 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 wham all night long. Um, and so she was very fearful um, for her baby. Um, and, uh, you know, in, in all the years that I have been doing this, um, uh, you know, true, true legitimate um, demonic activity is not, as popular as the television shows would have you believe, um, you know, it, and so, you know, and there's a difference between a demonic entity and a malevolent spirit. Um, and so in all of the years that I've been doing this, there have only been four cases total um, that I would even consider um, categorizing as demonic in nature. And that was one of them, um, partly because of that EVP, um, and partly because I saw it with my own eyes. Um, and I wasn't the only one on the team that saw it. Uh, you know, my, my experience and my observation was validated by two other investigators. Uh, and so I ultimately, I, I pulled the plug on that investigation. I got my team out of there, um, and explain to the client what was going on. Um, and we were able to help them arrange for um, clergy intervention so that um, uh, so that the husband could get the exorcism that he needed. And, and really that's what it was, was he, he likely brought something back from the Middle East um, that was wreaking havoc on their home and on their family and, and uh, and they they See, were both afraid. So that's what I'm talking about. I'm scared to, to bring something home with me because my luck. I, that's what I'd bring home. <laughs> I mean, but, but I'm glad that, that you you talked about that because I want to touch on this a little more before we move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. So you said that only about three or four times you you've actually had a real demonic. Mm-hmm. Uh, investigate our demonic case. Right. So right. like you said, there comes a point when 
you see that that's what it is, and then you pull yourself off of it and then point them in the direction of a spiritual advisor, maybe? Is that yeah. safe to say? Well, it, it, I point them in the direction of a spiritual advisor based on their beliefs. Uh, because if you've got a, uh, if you've got a, a Christian family and you're calling in, um, you know, a pagan priest or a priestess, um, to come in, you know, what they're doing may be temporarily effective, but the, the clients aren't going to be doing they're not going to have the spiritual resolve to, to, to maintain it. Uh, so, you know, a Native American shaman, you know, would not be as effective as, say, um, you know, a, a priest or, um, yeah. or, or some other uh, spiritual leader of their same faith uh, that has experience in that area that can perform either an exorcism or a deliverance, uh, you know, based on what is needed. And so now, you know, you that's said, what we, we do. We point them in the right direction. Okay. Now you said based on not only that EVP and stuff that you heard, but also stuff that you saw, you made that decision. Can you talk about what it was you saw that led you to believe that it was the yeah. moment? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I saw, um, I was in the baby's room and there was a changing table. And so, you know, there's, there's two, two platforms to the changing table. There's the table itself. And then there's, then there's a shelf underneath, you know, that holds supplies. Um, and I saw, um, it was a little bit bigger than a cat, um, crawling upside down underneath that changing table, um, crawling toward me. Um, and Mm. it was, it was black. Um, and, uh, and, and like I said, it was a little bit bigger than a cat, uh, but it obviously wasn't a cat and it was not any kind of earthly critter. Um, you know, it wasn't, you know, a raccoon or, or anything like you that. Just took was, away, you just took away my ability to sleep tonight and I want to oh, thank I'm you for sorry. that. I appreciate that. <laughs> I say it all the time. That's a big old box of nope with a bow. That's like a huge box of nope with a big ass bow. In all yeah, fairness, Wayne, you asked. <laughs> that's true. I asked for it. But my God, I could not imagine something crawling upside down in the baby's room, the changing table. Oh my God. Yep. Crawling underneath that changing table. It it was it wasn't underneath the lower shelf. It was underneath the table the table portion um, crawling upside down. Uh, so was that one instance enough for you to say, okay, this is over my head. Need to get some religious people in here. Yes. Um, we already had the EVP um, and anybody who's been in the field long enough um, will tell you that when you have data that um, appears to be a child, Um, that's automatically a red flag Mm. Um, because um, they will disguise themselves as uh, children or women 
depending, um, to try to gain your trust and to try to get you to have sympathy for them, you know, so that they can get their hooks into you. Um, and so we already had that young girl EVP. So that was red flag number one. Um, red flag number two was we were getting knocks and bangs in sequence of three. Um, and in sequence of three is a mocking of the Holy Trinity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, shaving a haircut doesn't work with them. You know, they will knock in sequence of three. Um, and then, you know, seeing that with my own eyes, um, you know, I immediately yeah. you know, removed, you know, removed myself from the room. And, and there was an investigator with me because we always do in, go in pairs. She saw it also. Um, and we went downstairs to the tech center where the other two investigators were. Um, and one of the other investigators that was with us um, had seen the same thing, but he thought his eyes was playing tricks on him. And so he didn't say anything. He, he thought he was hallucinating in the dark and, you know, just, you know, which can happen. Um, you know, pareidolia is a very real thing uh, when you're investigating ghostly phenomena. And so you know, he, he thought his eyes were playing tricks on him and he didn't say anything until we went down and said, this is what we saw. And he says, oh, yeah, I saw the same thing. I'm like, that's that's it. I'm pulling the plug. Wow. Yeah, that that's interesting as hell. Um, any more of these clips stand out at you that we can share? Oh, let's see. Um, you know, we've we've got some uh, disembodied voices. Uh, we've got one disembodied voice that we believe is uh, uh, outlaw and gunman Kid Curry. Um. He was a, he, oh, he was a stinker. He, he rode with Butch and Sundance and they kicked him out because he was too mean. Uh, well, hell. Yeah. They kicked him out of the wild bunch because he was too mean. He, he was a killer. Um, and uh, he ultimately uh, took his own life uh, here in Colorado. And uh, we were up at his grave marker and I was telling the story about what a stinker he was and how he had been, um, his body had been exhumed and reburied several times um, to prove that it was him. Uh, Stay tuned for more Paranormal Odyssey. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. 
Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. You know, a, a physician uh, had, had wired the marshal service and said, you know, we have this guy, J.H. Uh, Ross, you know, who he killed himself. He, he was wounded. He, he robbed a train. And the posse was after him. They wounded him. He decided that death was better than jail. So he shot himself and died. Um, and uh, we have this guy, J.H. Ross, and the, and the doctor sent a sketch um, to the marshal's office. Well, a, uh, a marshal, I think, in Kansas um, said, wow, that looks a lot like Kid Curry. And so he was dug up so that the doctor could you know, get other identifying um Mark's, you know, documented and see if it was Kid Curry. Um, and then he was reburied and Doc sent that off to the Marshal Service. Well, Lowell Spence, who was a Pinkerton agent that had been tracking Kid Curry for quite a while, got wind. And so he came to town and dug him up <laughs> uh, and uh, had him reburied. And so I'm, I'm telling this, you know, this story to... Um, we had a guest investigator with us that night. And so I'm telling this story and, and, um, you know, I, I made the comment about, you know, he, he decided that death was better than, than jail. Uh, so he was, he was yellow bellied and, and shot himself. And right as I'm saying that, um, you know, we, we were, you know, we're having this conversation and you hear, what sounds like a man spurring a horse going, yeah. Right. And it was like right in the middle of the four of us, like he was spurring a horse and riding away. Like I'm mad at you. I'm leaving. Uh, and, and you hear, you hear me go, Whoa, that was human. <laughs> no, that one's on here, right? What, what's it called? It is. Uh, I think it's called. Yeah. The Y a W. Yeah, there it is. Okay, so we'll play that one real quick. By the way. <laughs> wow, that was human. Wow. You re That's really what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. Let's do it again. By the way. <laughs> wow, that was human. That was. And that one was an time. angry yaw. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly... What what you said is exactly what it sounds like. Like someone's yelling "y'all" like on a horse to get away. Yeah, like he's spurring a horse to get away. Yeah. So let, let's do it. We're gonna do it a couple of more times back to back. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was human. That was. By the way. <laughs> wow, that was human. That was. That's awesome. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Yeah, I, um, like, I like how all the EVPs are so clear that you just, 
there's no denying what you're hearing. Yeah, I, you know, I, you mentioned the website um, and how good it is. And thank you for that, because um, that's aside from running the organization and everything, I also do the website. Um, so thank you for the compliment on the website. Uh, and mm -hmm. I don't put anything up there that isn't, um, you know, number one, that isn't legit. And number two, that uh, isn't worth visitors time to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, I was going to take it down, but these are so good. Let's do another one. Is uh, I'll pick one. Okay. If that's okay. Sure. Um, what is the Yeehaw? Uh, it's the same, same night, same cemetery. Um, just another disembodied voice of a, uh, of a man going saying Yeehaw. You know? Is that a good one or do you recommend another one? Um, I'm trying to remember what's, Ooh, you know what? The dead bird one. Dead bird. Okay. Yeah. Tell us, uh, tell us about it. So when people ask me what my favorite investigation uh, is or was, or has been, or what my most memorable case was, I always tell them about this house, this farmhouse that we worked in Nucla, Colorado. And it was a three-story farmhouse that, and the owners just could not keep it rented. Um, somebody, you know, people would come in, they pay their first and last and deposit. And within a month, they're like, keep, keep the money. We're out. We're breaking the lease. We're gone. Um, so they called us in and there were eight of us on scene that night in this three-story farmhouse. And everybody was having experiences tailored to their threshold. So if an investigator was unnerved by seeing something, they were seeing things. If they were unnerved by being touched, they were being touched. Uh, and of course, I've been doing this forever. And so I'm pretty desensitized to all of it. And I was getting bummed because I'm not having any personal experiences. I'm not seeing anything. I'm not hearing anything. I'm not being touched. I'm, nothing's going on. Earlier in the evening, um, we we were told that um, it, it, we had electricity, but we didn't have any heat in the building. Um, mm -hmm. And so we were told that we, we could light a fire in the wood burning stove um, to stay warm that night, but we needed to check the stove pipe. Um, and so what ultimately happened was we ended up having to knock a crap ton of dead birds out of the stove pipe. Um, before we lit the fire because birds had got in there and died. Mm -hmm. um, so we did, you know, we knocked the birds out of the stovepipe and then we shoveled them out and, and hauled them away so that we could stay warm. And myself and two other investigators were up in the attic and I was utilizing a, uh, a night vision monocular. So, and it allowed me to see in the dark, but it was, it didn't record. Uh, just gave me a little, you know, a little extra advantage uh, when looking in dark, dark places. And I saw what I thought was a dead bird. Turns out it was a piece of crumpled up black trash bag, you know, a little small wad of, wad of black garbage bag. But you hear me on the audio, the audio recorder was probably 15 feet from me. And so you hear me say, ew, what is that? 
And then I ask, hey, is there a dead bird over there? And the two investigators that were closer to the audio recorder, they're obviously louder uh, than I, I was. Like I said, I was about 15 feet away from the recorder. Um, and you hear them going, oh, no, I don't know where. When I got home and I'm going through the data, you know, and again, I'm bummed because I hadn't had any personal experiences. I get home and I'm going through the data and I hear this particular section and you hear me go, ew, what is that? And this voice goes, dead bird. And then you hear me go, is there a dead bird over there? Oh no, I don't know where. Uh, That was my personal experience. And that unnerved me to no end because who or whatever was there was inside my head. It Mm. either knew I thought I was seeing a dead bird or it was making me think I was seeing a dead bird. And so it's scary enough with just me in here. Yeah. So, you know, to know that something else was up inside my noggin um, (laughs) is just to this day still gives me the willy boogers. Okay. Let's, uh, Let's play it. It kind of sounded like something whispered dead bird, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Let's do it again. It's right after you say, what is that? Yeah. You, what is that? Yeah. Is there a dead bird in there? Hello. Do it again. That is weird when mm-hmm. you think about it, because I mean, y'all weren't really talking about the dead bird. You said, Ooh, what is that? And then someone said, Dead bird. And then mm-hmm. the other person goes, Is that a dead bird? Yep. Definite chills. Yeah. That is so creepy. So, yeah. So that was my personal experience that, that really unraveled me because, because it was in my head. And yeah, that will do it. Mm -hmm. Um, that's creepy. Um, I was ready to move on to something else, but that, that gave me chills. <laughs> we uh, yeah. we'll go ahead and move on because we're coming up on the hour already. But um, so I mentioned before, and I've mentioned it a thousand times. The, the thing, the only thing that has stopped me from doing what you do is the fear of something latching on. And we've talked about that a little bit tonight. And I'm just wondering, has that ever happened to you or anyone that you have worked with, like personally known? Okay. So to me, no. Um, You know, I take steps to ensure that that doesn't happen. Um, You know, I utilize my faith and I also, um, at the end of every investigation, whether it's just a a field trip to a cemetery or, you know, someone's house or someone's business or whatever. 
um, at the end of every investigation, you know, I declare out loud, you know, you cannot follow me. You have to stay here. Um, and uh, I had one investigator that decided that that those measures really weren't necessary um, until they brought something home. Um, and then we had to deal with that. And in fact, we're still dealing with that a little bit. Uh, we just had a, uh, uh, over Labor Day weekend, we had a, a uh, three-night investigation um, at this investigator's uh, house that they're trying to sell. Um, and we had some really, really, really good stuff happen there. Uh, no EVP, um, but we all had personal experiences. Uh, I even had a jump scare moment um, because I was sitting at the tech center. And so I was momentarily blinded, you know, by the, the screen, the light of the screen. I'm sitting in a dark room and I've got this, you know, this screen. And I look up and someone had poked their head inside the door and was was looking at me. I was, uh, and, and so, you know, of course the rest of the team came running going, okay, why is the boss, you know, chirping? <laughs> uh, and so that was, you know, we all had, you know, some really, really, um, cool experiences, uh, at that house, but I think we've got it. I, I think we've got it situated now. So I, I think it's moved on. So what, was this individual, was it a male? Was it a man? Uh-huh. Okay. So what happened to make him think that he brought something home with him? Like what was happening with him? Uh, well, almost immediately, um, his toddler um, stopped sleeping in her bed. Um, mm -hmm. And that was almost immediate. Um you know, and, and would say, you know, scary man, scary man, scary man, scary man, um, which, you know, he, the investigator had always been really good about not discussing in front of the toddler, um, you know, things of, of an investigative nature, uh, you know, so that she wouldn't, you know, start talking, or, you know, he wouldn't, he wouldn't even say the word ghost in front of her, um, you know, so that she can't say, oh, scary ghost. Um, and um, then there were um, very rapid mood and personality changes um, with him and, and a couple other members of the family that were a little more sensitive to it. Uh, and, um, you know, doors opening and closing and, you know, things just intensifying uh, footsteps up above, you know, where there's, there's nobody upstairs and you hear footsteps, um, you know, thing, things like that. Yeah. And, uh, like I said, yeah, it, I'd, I'd say that's a pretty good indication. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, we got, we got him a little bit of help, uh, got him a, a little bit of spiritual cleansing. And then, uh, you know, then we, uh, we unleashed on, on the house. Uh, we investigated for, like I said, three nights. And uh, a lot of that, uh, we went live on Facebook a lot uh, that weekend, just kind of, you know, showing our viewers, you know, hey, you know, this is what we're doing. And this is, 
these are the experiments that we're trying and oh my gosh, you've got to see this kind of stuff. And uh, so that was a really, really good weekend, but uh, it is also a prime example of why we take those safety measures to ensure that we don't bring anything home. Yeah. And and I've, I've heard you're not the first one that I've heard talk about doing that. And I, I think it's a great idea to do but my thinking is this is a demonic spirit why is it going to mind you why is it going to do what you tell it to do right and but again there's a difference between a demonic entity and a malevolent spirit um and contrary to what you see on television um demonic encounters are not that common they're they're actually quite rare um legitimate demonic encounters um, are actually quite rare Um, and so this was you know this was most likely um just a uh just a stinker just a malevolent or or ornery um spirit that said hey you didn't say i couldn't so i'm gonna show you uh, and and part of the reason that I know that was how easy it was to get rid of it. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Clarissa, tell everybody where they can find you, any websites, any social media that you're on, all that good stuff. Sure. Go ahead and plug anything that you'd like. Absolutely. You can find out more about me and uh, CCPI at um, www.coloparanormal.com. C-O-L-O paranormal.com. You can also find us on Facebook um, by looking up either Colorado Coalition of Paranormal Investigators or um, going facebook.com forward slash Colo Paranormal. Um, And that's, I think our, our Twitter or X handle is at um, Colo Paranormal also. So we're, okay. we're all over, all over social. We're not on Insta just because it's like, you know, if it's, if it's worth having up there, it's going to be on our website. Um, but okay. uh, Facebook is a really good way to see, you know, where we're at, where we're going, what we're doing. We were just at um, the uh, Grand Junction Comic Con. We had a booth there. Um, that was a lot of fun. I was able to sell my books and we met a lot of great people. And uh, so um, that was, yeah, you know, we, we, uh, we didn't even get a chance to mention your books that you want to know. Yeah. I, I have eight books on the market about ghosts and the paranormal. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, two fiction. Uh, how many nonfiction? I don't know. And one children's book. Um so are I those guess available I, for purchase at the website? Uh, you cannot buy them through the website. You can find them on the website, and the website will give you an Amazon link. Uh, okay. So, yeah, um, I'm all over Amazon. Um, you can also go to Amazon and just search for Clarissa Vasquez. Um, as long as you spell my last name right, you'll find me. It's V-A-Z, not V-A-S. Um, and, uh, you know, so all of my books are, are right there on Amazon. I do have an author page on Amazon. Uh, so you can, you can find me there. My most recent book is, um, uh, 
the Phantom Hitchhiker Project and America's Haunted Roadways. And the foreword to that book was written by Rick McCollum of Hollywood Ghost Hunters. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, Clarissa, send me any links of anything that you want to share. And sure. then when I release this to podcast, I mean, a week or so, uh, I'll include all those. So it'll just be a click away for everybody. Great. All right. Again, let me uh, thank you for taking the time to come and hang out with us on this Saturday evening. It, it was a lot of fun. This was one yeah. of the more fun shows that we've done in a while. Yeah, agreed. You have such a very, um, I don't know the right words. You have a very good energy about you. Thank you. So, And it definitely, even though we're talking through the screen, like you can I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to say it, but you can like feel your energy and it's just, you just have a really good energy about you. Well, I mean, you you obviously have a passion for what you do and I think that comes through. Yeah. I I wouldn't have kept doing it for almost 30 years if I, uh, if I didn't like it. Yeah, (laughs) I'd say so. All right. Well, uh, you enjoy the rest of your night. And again, thank you, ma'am. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Agreed. Yes, no. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.
Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Bye-bye. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.